Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Morning, everyone. Great to have your company. Uh, Saturday morning it is. The Odds Couple, uh, Simon O'Donnell, Josh Jenkins, special guest Chris Nelson joining us this morning. We want you to enjoy it wherever you are around this wonderful country. Of course, Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. Nice to have your company this Saturday morning. A group one day up in Queensland. Always a group one day for Josh Jenkins. Love to hear his dulcet tones on the odds couple each Saturday. Josh, welcome to you. Good morning, Simon. I was in, I was out, I was in, I was out. Now I'm back in. I think uh, my kids are uh, looking after themselves at the moment, just upstairs watching a little bit of Coco Melon. So if you hear Coco uh, Melon, an extreme scream, uh, you may have to just uh, anchor the show on your own, but I'm Mm -hmm. here for now and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here too, because um, it's a, uh, I'll tell you what, this time of the year, we typically expect the racing to just settle down or our interest to wane on racing. But I'll tell you what, it is up and about. We've got another great day as we had last weekend. Yeah, we, we certainly did. And uh, I reckon this is Queensland's best day of racing. I, it's the one I enjoy the most, the Queensland Derby Day at Eagle Farm. It's uh, um, high expectation. Plenty of Kiwis come over and try and steal the prize and our man up north uh, joins us off the top of the show this morning and uh, he'll be genuinely excited big group one day at eagle farm this afternoon chris nelson joins us welcome to you chris uh good morning simon good morning jj yes i am excited very very excited and how can you not be excited up here the weather's the weather's uh, a1 the track and the, the the fields today and everything is just just made to order and as you mentioned two group ones the derby and the kingsford smith I mean, what a day we've got to look forward to. And uh, look, this is the first of three weeks at Eagle Farm, which will culminate a couple of weeks in the Stradbroke. So we've got three really good weeks to look forward to, and it all kicks off today. What day of the carnival do you enjoy most, Chris? I must admit, I think this day is nearly the best day of of racing. I like the you know the three old races, and you know, there's a couple of wait for age races. You know, horses building up to. Yeah, yeah, bigger ones down the tr- bigger races down the track. I, for some reason, I, you know, I just Derby Day. I just think it's got something about it. Well, it always does. I said to Sammy Highland on the uh, on the punters mate yesterday. Wherever there's a Derby Day, it's a good day of racing. Derby Day, wherever it is in the world, is always a top day of racing. So I agree with you, one hundred percent. They have switched them around a little bit over the last few years. Um, Derby Day has changed. Oaks Day has changed. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the obvious. I think Stradbroke Day is still the best. Mm. Stradbroke is such an iconic race up here, and I know uh, we've got this. We've got the uh, the JJ Atkins as well, and that's always so exciting to see their two year olds uh, get out over the mile up here. And we always have good in uh, good uh, horses from interstate. We have the Waller team. We always have plenty from Victoria. So it's such a, a melting pot of form that race, and you often get a horse like the Autumn Sun uh, going back or Sizzling going back a few years that that kicks on and becomes an absolute superstar. So I love that day. We also have the Q22 on that day now. We also have the Brisbane Cup. So it's really condensed into a terrific day. Yeah, no, certainly uh, certainly does. Josh, 
what is your? I haven't checked what the cats are up to um, today. Outside of be becoming and putting your hand up to be father of the year, what else is on uh, your agenda today? Uh, I think I'm reverse father of the year right at the minute. Um, we let him we go, mate. Four, Helps him grow play, up quicker. We play at four thirty uh, <laughs> at the Cattering against the GWA oh, Giants. Right. Toby Quite Green's two hundred today, so um, yeah, I've, uh, I'll be with the boys on trackside for. The first few hours, and then I'll have to slip down and uh, do my duties mm. at, at ground level, Simon. The all important. And what do you level. do with the girls there, mate? Just whack them in a bit of childcare. Uh, no, they can stay in with mum. Oh, right, mum. All right. All right. Yeah, mum, mum was away mum, for the weekend. Simon, mum draws the short straw. Oh, right, I got to. Yes, Chris. Any chance, JJ? You put your hand up for the Tigers job. Uh, I was trying to get myself in the uh, sports bet market as a little bit of a uh, giggle, but uh, they they sort of said, "No, we'll come, mate. You got to have some actual credentials." But um, I don't know who will get that job. I reckon you can discount the top five or six in that market, Chris O. So uh, if you can find the right man, you might be uh, you might be in the cash. I haven't actually looked at the market. Who who is the favourite? Uh, I think Justin Lepich was the favourite the last time I checked. Now I think. There'd be some – he's very, very highly regarded at Richmond, isn't he? But uh, I think there'd be some yep, uh, yep. trepidation about the the uh, the second up syndrome. Don Pike, second favourite. McQualter, seven. Right. Uze goes for a lot of jobs, doesn't – or hasn't landed one yet. Chris mm-hmm. Newman, Josh Carr, Blake Carousella, he won't – you can cancel a few of those, Chris O. Hmm. What about the crap about, you know, now Damien Hardwick's going to Port Adelaide and Ken Hinckley's going – like, oh. seriously, is there nothing to talk about? Like, well, the bloke retired. Well, when did he retire? Tuesday. Mm. And they've already got him nailed into other jobs. Anyone see his face in the paper? He's knackered. He's bargained. Oh, so he's like, he's knackered. Hard day on the farm. He's a, he's a holiday. I, I read something. I read something yesterday that, yeah, well, he's got, apparently someone's got all this worked out. He's going to Greece for a holiday. I don't know mm. if he said that, but someone's made that decision for him. And then he'll be back at the end of the year to take up the reins at Port Adelaide. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. It'd be someone, is he meeting someone in Greece that's wearing a hairpiece or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in Melbourne now. Oh, fair dink of God, we go on some garbage. Absolute garbage. Oh, well, so be it. We're not going to any garbage this morning because uh, we want to hear from you on our uh, text machine, 0499 736 736. Uh, send a text through. A couple asking where the tagster is. Look, the tagster has returned from Holes. Now, I don't know, was he, were his dulcet tones on the station this week? He was, he was in, yes, he was in. Yeah, Wednesday. But, um, apparently overnight. Oh. Overnight. Oh. He's fallen foul with a, a back complaint. Oh, and we're no. not sure how he's done his back. Oh, no. But he is apparently going for a remedial massage. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, no. A remedial <laughs> massage before trackside this afternoon. Apparently, it's sort of eight thirty-nine this morning. He's been able to keep the place. So, I mean, the place is opening up, not staying open late. It's opening up <laughs> for him to get a rem- remedial massage. So that's why Tags isn't with us this morning. He's oh, done his gee. back. I don't like the sound of that, and um, that could mean Chris is in for a big day because. As I said, about 3 o'clock, maybe 3.15, I'll have to slip off and um, get our big Jonathan Segler fired up and a few of the uh, big tall boys. But 
Um, Cam Luke could be one out. That'll be some uh, interesting listening. Just to, just to add a little more intrigue to the oh, no. back complaint. Oh, no. He, he did text through at 3.30 this morning that the back had gone. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Tag so, it. Oh, three votes. So, you know, and three seems to run, you know, it's an interesting time to be coming through that he's got a a back issue that's dawned upon him at 3.30 a.m. this morning. Wow. And he's getting a remedial, I repeat, a remedial massage at sort of 8.30 to 9 o'clock to be ready for trackside this afternoon. So make of that what you will. Mm. Make of that what you will. Less said the better, I think. <laughs> I, I think we'd be saying a lot more. Oh. Oh, David. Three thirty. What I mean, a giveaway! The three thirty. Do something. <laughs> getting into bed to do something, or do, not even in bed. You'd at least wait till six, wouldn't you? So you didn't give yourself yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, jeepers. Dear. How nah, are the girls anyway upstairs? How are you going, Father of the Year? Everything okay your end? Nah, the, uh, the, 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 the lovely just got home from Pilates, dropped off a beautiful long black with a dash of cold full cream milk, and everything is all good. So my attention is here. My attention right. is on uh, yeah. my attention is on uh, Eagle Farm this afternoon and right now and finding a winner. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Let's hear from a couple of the trainers that got interesting runners up there at the farm this afternoon. I was talking about those three-year-old races, Chris Owen. Madison Sears got yellow brick in the yep. Fred Best Classic. How do you rate it? Really highly. He, he's a ripper, uh, yellow brick. He needs to win this race to make the Stradbroke field. If he doesn't, he won't be in it, and he's a $6 chance. I think he's around third favourite in the market for the Stradbroke. So it's a win, and you're in, and I think he will. Okay, let's hear from Madison, see uh, how she thinks um, Yellow Brick's going to go this afternoon. Yeah, he's really good. Um, he had his last piece of work this morning. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's really well. We've brought him out to the farm here for the day, um, let him have a bit of a burn around the day yard that he loves doing. Um, but, yeah, apart from that, he's, he's super. We're really, really happy with him. You're getting good odds, uh, Zoo Tiger. He's awkwardly drawn James McDonald on board for... John O'Shea, he started his autumn really well. If he can get back to that early autumn form he was showing in Sydney, he's got to be right in this, I would think, the Fred Best Classic. Uh, let's see what uh, John O'Shea has to say about how the zoo is getting ready for the Classic this afternoon. hope that we can get a bit of luck in running. He's got a good 1,400-metre record on dry tracks. He's sort of... You know, if you go back to his Golden Rose run and uh, his Hobartville run, that's sort of strong enough performances to suggest that he can be competitive here. And, but he's going to need a little luck, you know. A good jock to find luck, Chris. Yeah, he's got to jump from gate 13, Simon. So uh, J-Mac will be looking to get some cover. But, look, he's got some good form. There's no doubt about that. Second to Osipenko in the Hobartville. He ran third in the uh, Randwick Guineas behind Communist, Group 2s and Group 1s, and then... He finished out of the placings in the arrow field, but that was behind the AF cabin, and there were some issues there. So he's had a bit of a freshen up. He's trialled really well. I think the two dangers to Yellow Brick are he and the other one there, Hawaii Five O, who was so impressive showing a turn of foot there, winning at Hawkesbury about, uh, what are you talking about, three weeks ago. 
Yeah, and just um, I've been sleeping under a rock for a while. Did we get to the bottom of Zaki's run last week? No, not really. No, no. Nothing said. Josh, I think he just knocked up, didn't he? Like he just he went. I think the first part of the race, Chris. So you probably have seen the numbers, but the first part of the race was 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 fairly quick. He went in a pretty um, slick tempo, but he just knocked up, which. Um, happens to the best of us, but yeah, I mean, he was lengths and lengths below his very, very best. But what is he? He's eight. He's he's you know he's getting to yeah. that part of his life where um, we're seeing it with Nature Strip, where uh, particularly those horses who get up on speed and try and control and dictate and bully their opposition, it uh, it gets harder as they get older. So maybe um, maybe the best, the very best of him is in the rearview mirror. Mm, no, he just he just he. He, he ran along at some pretty quick sectionals. There's no doubt about that. And he just looked to be pretty fierce in the run as well. And when he sort of left the fence on the home turn, I think we all knew that he was vulnerable. And he just, he wasn't the same horse that he was at the Sunshine Coast. Uh, he was basically, uh, you know, spent force inside the 300 metre mark. So where he goes from here, I'm not sure. But yeah, it'd be hard to tip him next time. Yeah, going to be very difficult to uh, tip him next time. And, and as we when we look back, you know, he did have that problem early autumn. We thought he was over it, but uh, possibly mm. not. Our text uh, number, 0499 736 736. Just to um, repeat, uh, Josh Jenkins just said there, Zaki knocked up last week in the Durban Cup. Mm. Uh, we, we have no David Taggart this morning, 3.30. He, he let uh, management know here that, He'd done his back at 3.30 a.m. this morning. He's organised a remedial massage at 8.30 to 9 o'clock this morning to be ready for trackside this afternoon. So be interested in your thoughts about how you think the tags got himself all knocked up. 0499 736 736. Obviously an interesting night and uh, a little bit of a difficult period there while sleeping at 3.30 a.m. This morning, <laughs> we're going to take a, uh, a little break. I think we need need to just to uh, regather ourselves, reset. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Possibly um, tags might have been on the website when he did his back there last night. We're going to take a break. Come back, uh, Chris. I will get you to take us through what you like up there at Eagle Farm today. Um, have a look at the Sportsbet Punters Club. Lots more to come, uh, the odds couple this morning, with no David Taggart. Remedial massage coming up. Uh, he's probably only about 10 minutes away from that starting. It's uh, 13 minutes, 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. Yeah, welcome back. Great to have your company Saturday morning here on The Odds Couple. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Josh Jenkins, Father of the Year, is with us also Chris Nelson, Chris, before we start having a look at what you've got for us up in Brisbane this afternoon, uh, what have we got uh, from a sports bet point of view, Joshua? Make it look easy with sports bet. The uh, sports bet punters club this afternoon up and about? Yeah, we are. Of course we are. We always are. Nice win last week too. We were absolutely airborne. Couldn't miss. Chris O landed a couple for us uh, up north last week as well. So I've got a couple of quaddies uh, already lodged and uploaded on the Quaddy app. So Sandown, we've had a good crack there. We've got five times the dividend at Sandown. We've taken uh, Katsu one out. There's a spoiler alert in the first. So if we can get through the first leg with the shorty, uh, we look good. And then up in Chris's part of the world, 
gone a little bit early because I've um, had to be a bit organised and try and get things done nice and quickly. So we've got 100% there and we've gone nice and wide except in the derby where we've taken two runners, not Kovalika one out, we've taken two runners. So uh, I'll get all that organised before I depart for my footballing duties. But uh, needless to say, it'll be another fun day for those 20 engaged in the uh, Sports Bet Punters Club. Simon? The quaddies you want to do this afternoon are going to be Melbourne and Brisbane. You would like to put both those on our socials later on. Am I reading that correctly? Yes, both are already on the quaddie app under my... Uh, profile, but there's a little uh, caption there telling people that they are, in fact, for the Sportsbet Punters Club. Right. Good. Okay. All right. We'll come back to that and visit those two quaddies a little later on. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Uh, now, of course, uh, the big races today are, are up north, and Queensland is your place to race this year. Chris Nelson uh, with us right throughout the show this morning. Great to have his company on a big race day that it is going to be at Eagle Farm this afternoon. And what do you like, Chris Ope? It is, Simon. Now, the weather's beautiful, so don't worry about that. We've got 22 degrees in the clear sky. Oh, We've got a... How good that? How good that? Just lose the great man. You still there, Chris? Jesus, biggest, Hello, Christopher. Biggest race day, and he's tested out the red button. Said, what's this Betty. for? Really? Best. He needs to win that race to get into the Stradbroke. Oh, yeah, I think he can win. I think he can. I thought he was. I thought he was super at the. Uh, I thought he was <laughs> super at the uh, Sunshine Coast. Uh, he sat three wide. He had absolutely no cover in the run, and he was still too strong for them. And he'll take good improvement off that. His last 100 meters was the best part of his race, and that's where you would have thought he'd be vulnerable being first up, but it wasn't the case. So. I think he'll win. I think he'll win his way through to the Stradbroke and I think he'll give that Stradbroke one hell of a shake as well. So Yellow Brick is my best of the day. All right, okay. I'm mm. glad we got that. You said that at the end because we missed most of that in the middle and you've come and told us oh. that at the end. You you dropped out for Sorry, some no. reason. But you then, you then came back and you've come back very well with Yellow Brick. So continue on, please. All right, have you got me loud and clear oh, now? Oh, my word, we have. Beautiful. All right. Well, look, the Derby's all about Kovalika. We know that. Uh, I don't know how they can beat him. I know he had that setback, setback and he missed out on the run in the rough habit. They had to run him last week in the Doombin Cup, and I thought he would. He did everything that you'd want him to do if you had a futures bet or something on him in the Derby. Uh, he finished third behind you know, seasoned horses, Group 1, wait for age horses. He's beaten home the likes of Zaki, and he wasn't overly pressured. I mean, he was on the fence, so he didn't cover ground or anything like that. So that would have topped him off beautifully. I don't think he'll have any trouble running the trip. He's never, ever run a bad race in his eight-start career. Even his three defeats have been very good runs. So I can't go past him. If you're looking for some value, I don't mind fame. The Victorian uh, from the Peter Moody stable, Mm. you look at his last two wins. Gee, they've been good. Turn of foot's been uh, quite impressive there. So I think fame can go into your exotics. I've got the vowels in for third, but I really have got a query on the vowels running a strong 2,400 metres. But for me... I'm all over Kovalika there, guys, in the derby. Okay, the toppy, yep. Uh, now, this race eight, the Kingsford Smith, it's a very interesting race. Think about it, we'll probably start favourite. There's one I like here, A Case of You. Now, I've been following this one ever since he ran that good, uh, well, his first ever run in the country in the William Reed at Mooney Valley. He, he's drawn wide gates at all three starts in Australia. He's had no choice than to go back to last. And at each time, he's been very, very strong to the line. The latest was in the Doombin 10,000. Now, people will run around and tell you that his pattern is no good. He gets back. He'll need to make up too much ground. Well, his pattern isn't to get back. 
you look at his races overseas, his pattern was to settle quite handy. And he's drawn a gate today where he can make use of the, uh, the, the alley. He can take up a forward position. And I reckon he'll be hard to beat. So I'm happy to back race eight, number two, a case of you. Okay, a case of you in the uh, in the Kingswood Smith. Before you go any further, Chris, a um, couple of mm. other interesting runners in that Kingswood Smith uh, for James Cummings, of course. And, you know, he's stable. It's had a fantastic... Uh, 12 or 18 months, so they just seem to be running so well in the in the all blue. And he's got Valana this afternoon in the Kingston Smith. Here's what he thinks is Valana's chance this afternoon. And uh, you know, I, I love the I love these resuming runs in the Hallmark. Um, in, the, in, the, in the smaller track at Durban, he didn't look quite as agile, but uh, well, I think he's um, I think he's ready to ready to run an improved race this time. And you would think third start in this campaign for Pulele would be um, just about uh, off on the till sort of stuff. Here's James Cummings talking about Pulele's chances in the Kingswood Smith. He's really flying that horse, and uh, he's really ready to run a big race. If he did, if he did jump out of the ground and win, don't forget that he does hold that nomination for the Stradbroke. Mm-hmm. But it's um, but it's realistic that um, you know Way for Age is so well suited. This is a race that we'd, we'd, we'd love to love to see him run it. Run right up to his excellent training and his, uh, and his, and his um, outstanding physical appearance. Yeah, well, he, he always has his uh, his horses looking well. What do you think of those two chances in the Kingston Smith of uh, the Cummings Camp, Chris? Well, they've both drawn wide gates. Uh, I thought I thought Falana was obviously good first up in Sydney, but I didn't like the run in the Doombin Ten Thousand. I thought uh, he was very plain there. So I thought he'd have to improve. And Paul Ailey's just one I can't catch. I thought the victory stakes run was okay. But all those horses were chasing home behind Rothfire late. But he was holding them. So I think both of those horses probably can improve. By the same token, I think they need to. Yeah, they uh, they probably do a bit. Uh, so interesting. Now, any, anything else um, yep. tickles your fancy yep. up there? A couple of others at decent odds. Uh, race six, uh, gave me number seven here. Armed forces in the size produce. One of... We'll go here as six numbers. We're always looking for one uh, at good odds in the last. Number five, Halfest. Now, this is one of James Cummings. First up a couple of weeks ago, I thought I had a good chance. Went uh, or doubled its price in the market late, got out the back, and then she ran on quite well, and she didn't get a lot of room. Second up, bigger track, extra 100 metres. Happy to have something each way, Halfest in the last at near enough to $20, race nine, number five. Lovely. Uh, Chris, uh, stay with us. Um, good to hear from you, and uh, we look forward to that uh, card this afternoon at Eagle Farm. Chris Nelson joining us there. Big derby day up there in Queensland, and Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We're going to go to news. On the other side of news, Josh will talk us through uh, what he likes uh, from a trotting perspective today, and um, be careful... Um, with uh, Josh's trotting tips, because he's getting closer and closer. <laughs> I reckon he's about ready to fly. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelpline.org.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 26 minutes to 9 o'clock. Uh, you're with the odds couple, trotsvision.com.au, every race live and free. It's time for our trot segment. Josh Jenkins, uh, last week you took us to Globe Derby, Menangle and Melton, and from memory we got the chocolates. Um, 
No, uh, we didn't, Simon. Okay, well, <laughs> well, I got the chocolates by having the all up, a place all up on those three. So I must have put a wrong number in somewhere. Wow. Uh, pays to uh, not pay attention, doesn't it? To every yeah, now and then. I couldn't then. read my uh, own writing. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, well, you should maybe text it into your phone, put it into your notes, uh, Simon. Um, very tough night. At Melton again, but uh, I'm going to uh, get stuck in to a roughie. Uh, one bet in the free-for-all. Now, this horse is $21 and $4.40 the place for uh, Karen Manning and Matthew Craven. Crime writer. I'm, um, it's it's speed map dependent, but I think if crime writer can get the right position in running, either get to the fence and uh, follow a helmet, We'll get into the 1-1 or get into a nice position now in the one-wide line. Then I think he can strike because some of these favourites aren't uh, overly good. He's uh, stable, mate. He's a son of a gunner. He's the favourite, and he is good, but he's got a wide barrier. And uh, as the man with the sore back from the um, uh, unspoken about behaviour uh, will tell us, bad barriers lose your races. So I am keen on race five, number two, crime writer. And also, just want to give a quick shout-out to the uh, Sugars and Tubbs team, Scoob, who are yep. in Sweden in the elite lot tomorrow night, Sunday night. Uh, that race is about midnight or something like that in Sweden tomorrow night. So good luck to them. I think they, or they're aiming to become the first horse in history to get through a heat and make it through to the elite lot final. So good luck to Greg and Jess. Go, Greg and Jess, representing... The Aussies over there in Sweden. And good luck with those uh, selections of yours. Josh, trotsvision.com.au. Every race live and free. Lap up the trots. As we go to the break, when we come back on the other side, we're going to have a look at the Quaddy for Sandown this afternoon. A, a, a good car to racing at Sandown. And then um, a little later on, we'll, we'll head back up to Queensland and have a look at the Quaddy legs up in Queensland as well. So, Chris O, lay your eyes uh, quickly across... What's happening at Sandown? Love your opinion here. on uh, what's going to be happening down here this afternoon in the Quaddy Legs in Melbourne. Odds couple you're listening to, it's 20... Yeah, one, two, three. Oh, it's 24 minutes to nine o'clock. Tags would be now probably about 15 minutes into his remedial massage after doing his back at 3.30am. This morning. Yeah, that's us. That's us. Josh Jenkins, Chris Nelson with you this morning. Uh, David Taggart unavailable uh, due to a mishap during the evening. And we're going to now have a look at Sandown. And talking of the best tipsters, uh, I note neither of you uh, have uh, uh, mentioned this morning my best of the day got up last week. Uh, nothing. Zero from anyone. Uh, what was it? Um... Saving it to the end, Simon. No, oh, well, yeah. what was the name of it? I was sort of just waiting for you to, both of you, to uh, just mention the fact that I uh, did upend Zaki with Huerta last week. So um, <laughs> just waiting for you, Simon. So you go first, and I'm more than happy to get right behind no, you, big guy. I tell you what, I was um, I, I was paying attention and looking to the, the race results, and when I saw Huerta get up, I thought, yeah. well done. Well done, Josh. Yeah, of course Good you did. Good job. Uh, and you called it. You said no. Zaki's vulnerable, bang, that's the horse. Yep, $10 he paid as well. Uh, didn't have a slippery scent on, so that's fantastic. Just adds to the glory of the day. Um, but no, well done, Simon. Your best of the day got up. We had something on it for the Sportsbet Punters it was Club. So. Mick, Mick Price's thing in um, Adelaide, it wasn't. I've now forgotten the name of it, but um, yeah. it, 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 it got up. Let, but 
we, we digress while we pat each other on the back. How did you go last week anyway, Chris? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Simon. Uh, didn't get wet or home, obviously. I think I came on the show and uh, and told everyone that Zaki was a good thing. And uh, JJ sat there quietly. Mm. He did mention Huetor, but he, he didn't go over the top. But, uh, yeah, he was uh, too good for me. But, no, it was, a, it was a tough day last week. A couple of winners here and there, but hopefully we can do a bit better today. So I'm not blowing my own trumpet this morning, that's for sure. All right, uh, Joshua, we're going to have a look at the Sandown Quaddy, which is race 6, 7, 8 and 9. It starts off at the Tobin Brothers Bellespree Stakes over the 1,000 metres at listed level. Does it does now? We've got a short price favorite here, Katsu. We opened him up at sports bet at 205. Uh, he was in as short as a buck 60 back out to 185. So there you go, Katsu. The Graham Begg stable airborne. This horse is uh, two from two this prep, four from six in its career. Invincible Caviar, the daughter of the great one. Uh, four dollars. Peter Mooney saying, I'm just going to throw her straight in the deep end here. Against the good horses, fresh up the daughter of I am invincible, taunting at seven fifty, sartorial splendor at eleven. With Sportsbet Punters Club, we've gone one out. Katsu, bang, number seven, one out. Yeah, I reckon Graham Beggs Begg's pretty confident of Katsu's chances as well. We're very happy with him. Um, he's drawn an ideal gate. Um, he likes to be out a bit away from other horses, and he'll just sort of hold his line and like he did last start, and uh, you know, dropping to fifty four kilos, he'll certainly give him something to chase. Oh. Hold your line, head over the pill, Josh. Done. Boom, 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 boom. We love that. Um, let's go race seven, Simon, the 1,400-metre race, a benchmark 84. He's our Bonneval, former European galloper, who was incredibly uh, impressive uh, on debut in Australia for Busted and Young. He just hasn't quite reached those heights since then. I think he's ready to run a good race here. His fresh up performance was really good. He's four dollars and forty cents being well supported as well. We opened him up five fifty. Home rule for Maddie Raymond, a last start winner at six fifty. Pesquero at seven fifty. In terms of the quality, we've gone wide here. Two, six, seven, eight, twelve, and fifteen. But I am really keen on he's our Bonneval, but we are gonna go wide just in case there's a blowout uh, Mr. O'Donnell. Okay. Anything to add there, Chris O? No, no, I'll, uh, I'll leave that to the Melbourne experts, uh, Simon. I uh, tend to shy away from these, these right. races that they run the wrong way around the track. Yeah, okay. Well, well let's not get too cheeky. Uh, otherwise, we won't let you come on the show full-time ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever again. Um, Josh, let's go to the third leg of the quality now, race eight. Let's do it. And if you know where those experts are, uh, Chris, just let us know and we'll bring them on the show. Uh, we've taken <laughs> a few here as well, three... Five, seven, eight, and 16. Now, the market looks like this. Braden Star, so an import in the previous for Busted and Young. Another import here, a former import anyway, for Busted and Young. Same uh, Seymour Bloodstock Silks. So this could be a big day. Damien Oliver rides as well. Was really, really good. Fresh up. I thought he had to be good, and he was good. Didn't win, but he was pretty impressive. 420 into 330. British Columbia, who's been very, very uh, impressive and consistent for Graham Beggar, last start winner at 480. French Emperor, second up today for Price Kent Jr. at six. Green Fly for the Freedmans, second up here at 650. And one of mine, one of mine, boys, Unusual Culture, who's two from two in its past two, $8.50. That's why we've gone wide. The quaddy numbers three, five, seven, eight, and 16. Okay, let's go to the final league race, a nine at Sandown the Savo. Now, we've skinnied up a little bit here. What about Pinstriped looking to go three. three from three? Unbelievable. Got to overcome 
uh, a wide barrier. That may be an issue. Gunstock's your favourite, a last start winner as well. $2.70. Open him up, $3.10. Pinch dropped at $3.90. Uh, Diagulor, fancy Diagulor beat uh, beat the uh, one-time Melbourne Cup favourite. If you don't mind, last start six fifty, and then big prices about the rest. I give Rolls a bit of a chance for Matty Raymond, the last start winner, twenty-one into eighteen. Our numbers one, two, and eight. So that's Pinstriped, Gunstock, and Rolls at a big price. Okay, the uh, quaddy here in Melbourne seven one out in the first leg, second leg two six seven eight twelve fifteen. Third leg, three, five, seven, eight, and 16. And the final leg, one, two, and eight. Those not numbers from Josh Jenkins, and they'll be up on our socials. Time for us to take a break. We'll come back and go through the Brisbane quaddy after this. And, Chris, get your dancing shoes on. You will be required. Make it look easy with sports bets. Same race multi this autumn racing. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're doing our best. And uh, I think we're going to go okay as we head now to Eagle Farm. Big group one races up at Eagle Farm today for our preview of the Quaddy. And that's brought to you by Werribee Izuzu Ute. They make buying cars easy down there at Werribee. Don't you worry about that. And don't forget, what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So the four <laughs> Quaddy races, gentlemen, uh, race six, seven, eight, nine. The first one is the size mm-hmm. produce for the two-year-olds. Mm, I'll go first, Simon. Yeah, go oh, well, on, Chris. I'll, I'll just quickly, quickly, quickly <laughs> give you the top couple in the market. Zia's the favourite yeah. at 4 You then I solidify did. for the Kiwis, $4.80. We love uh, seeing a couple of Kiwis here. So there's your top two in the market, Chris. So have at it. Number seven on top for me, and that's uh, armed Forces, mm. who I think will run a big race here. Now, for some reason, I'm just going to check this, guys. I'll put a line through Armed Forces. I'm sure it's not scratched. No, no, it's, no, it's still in. I've got my no. races all mixed up. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Armed Forces. Now, this is the horse that really impressed me at the trials before the debut. Now, the debut was at uh, Rose Hill on a very heavy track. He just did not go a yard on it, so wipe that. Then he turns up at Doombin, and he ran a really good second there behind Sofrado, who's also in this race, number one. Now, set up on a hot speed there. They set the race up for Sofrato. I think Armed Forces from the Waller Stable, J-Mac on board. He'll have a quieter run here. He'll sit back in the field, get some cover. I think he's going to be hard to beat. So seven Armed Forces, but we will load up this leg. Nine solidify the Kiwi. Uh, Looking at the videos, been very, very good wins. Can't undersell number nine. One Sofrato will love the step up in distance off that last win. Two Chrysaor, another one from the Waller Yard who won well first up. And I'll throw the favourite in, or uh, one of the fancied runners, number 15, Zia. Now, Zia won at Doombin last week. Uh, up on speed, won well, uh, did go along in the lead. So I don't think it was that bad an effort. Just has to deal with a wide draw here. So 7, 9, 1, 2, and 15. Don't like numerical order up there, mate. No. It's a bit hard no, to put them in preference. numerical order, is it? Order of preference, yeah, Simon. Order of preference. Okay. I'll tell you what, unbelievable. Oh, and let's get me. to the derby. Might be the last time we have him on the full show. <laughs> <laughs> someone will. Someone will get his numbers in order. 
That race preview. Someone <laughs> ring Giddy up, tell him he's not needed till 10 o'clock. Let's get to the derby. Kovalika, uh, $1.70 <laughs> favourite. Promises kept at seven fifty. Looked like he had the SA derby won, but uh, Dunk Hell came from the clouds. And then special sway at $10. Only two horses inside double figures, Chris O. It's the uh, favourite yeah, one out for you. Oh, look, you know what? I'm going to put him in one out. I think he'll win Kovalika. As I mentioned earlier, his run last week in the Dooming Cup was very good. I mean, you look at the official ratings numbers of this uh, race. He should be carrying uh, about 10 kilos more than anything else, and they're all at level weight. So only has to run the trip to win. Think he will. So let's go one out, Kovalika. So horse that's had an issue. Had, it's backing up in seven days. Um, there's Doesn't worry. there's uh, 19 runners in the... Basically, round figures, 19 runners in the race, 18 runners in the race, and you think it's a good idea to go one out, three-year-olds getting yep. up to a mile and a half for the first time in their life. Yep, no problems whatsoever. I mean, uh, okay. he wouldn't have run third if there was any issues in the Doombin Cup. And How far was the Doombin Cup abscess. again? What's that, sorry? How far was the Doombin Cup again? 2,000, but he right. has won at Eagle Farm over 2,100, Simon, and he absolutely bolted in that How day. How far is the Derby? How far is the Derby? 24, for memory. All right, okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. All right, I'll let's go with on. the one. No, go with the one. Good on you. Good work. What are All we right. doing? Um, let's go to race eight. The other group one race uh, on the card, the Kingsford Smith, wait for age, group one. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you what, Chris, I was uh, mentioning that a case of you uh, was, I guess, potentially an under-the-radar horse. He's been found by the market 750 into five. He's equal favourite oh. at Sportsbet with Think About It, who just doesn't. Put a hoof wrong, boys. Uh, he so those two five dollars. Rothfire at seven, Balana at seven fifty. And then you've got a horse like Polele, who I think today could be or is his last run unless he wins impressively. He's at fifteen bucks. Nah, I can't have the Polele. I jumped off him a while ago. Those uh, three at the top of the market for me, uh, JJ. Two a case of you mentioned earlier. Eleven, think about it. You're right. Just keeps on winning races and is super promising. And number four, Rothfire. Well, he was good winning the uh, the victory stakes. His runs this prep have all been uh, pretty good. Two starts for a uh, place and a and a win. Blake Shin will ride him really well up on the speed. He's got a chance. Two eleven and four. Two four Two? and eleven for Sorry. the third <laughs> league. The Kings. Well, we, so we, we, we do that, Simon, in case people want to trim down the quaddy. They know which order I like them. Uh, okay, no, no, I understand your thinking. I understand yep. your thinking. Okay, final <laughs> league of the quaddy up there in Queensland, Josh. Uh, let's go. Don't need, yeah, don't need to justify yourself to us, Chris. Though. we just don't want the masses coming for you on the uh, on the text. Um, Brooks buys the favourite four forty. J Mac yeah. and Chris Waller fresh up here. Extremist at five. Sneaky five, who's one of mine. She's eight bucks in from eleven. And the other Rosemont uh, runner, the stable mate here, Blake Shin on Salatine, eight bucks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of scratching, still an open race. Sticking with five, Halfest, as I mentioned. She uh, was a drifter, big drifter. Went from sevens to thirteens first up. She was beaten 2.4, and she didn't get much of a crack at them uh, from the back of the field. I think she'll be a bit closer this time from a good alley, fitter, and up 100 metres suit. So five on top, eight, Brookspire, prime to go here. Trialled well, good gate, very hard to beat. And the six, Salatine, who's been running on nicely last couple or two runs this prep, but she has to do it from a very wide gate here. So... I'll go five eight six. Uh, Simon would make it five six eight. Yeah, that's uh, quite uh, right. Quite right. Let's go through those numbers. Uh, Chris O's quaddy up there at Eagle Farm. Big Group One day up there today. One two seven nine and fifteen. The first leg. He's gone one out in the Derby. Number one. 
in the third leg, 2, 4 and 11. And in the final leg, 5, 6 and 8. Did I get all those numbers right, Chris O? Spot on, as expected. Mate, thank you very much for your help today. And we look forward to hearing your dulcet tones uh, this afternoon. Yeah, we'll be on from... Uh, what time do we start today, guys? JJ? Midday. Midday, you'll figure it out. What? Your best oh, of the I'll, day, I'll Josh? Whenever we start. See you, guys. See you, mate. See you, Chris. Uh, my best of the day, race five, number 10 in Melbourne. Simeon almost led and won. Uh, fresh up can do so today. Linda Meach, come on, let's go. About eight bucks. Up next on SEN 1116, off the bench with Hutchie and Pickers, of course, while winners with Gareth Hall features on SEN track. We wish Tags well. Apparently, he's come out of the remedial massage and oh, wow. uh, feeling quite well. So should be here this afternoon. And we look forward to the ongoing story of what happens at 3.30am in the city of Melbourne. See you next Saturday.